Welcome, welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast, where we love everybody, we hate on everything, and I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, a little late this week, but you know, it is what it is. Your boy's busy. Um, if anybody ever questions my work ethic, though, I am going to tell them to um, suck a big one. I just had... So, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I, I posted on there that I was having some some bow pain, some pain in my bowels, which is as a dude, it's the last place. I mean, there's maybe in your asshole, maybe in your brain. Um, but just pretty much like your nuts is pretty much one of the last places you want to be having issues. You know, I'm having this pain in my nuts. And so what I think happened, so I had, I think it was just like a common infection thing. They call it like epiditis something. I don't know. I ain't no fucking doctor. I don't like words that are smarter than me. And so I go to my primary care doctor. Right? He like checks me for a hernia really quick. He's like, nope, no. He's like, oh, you just got a little infection. So he, gives, he gives me antibiotics, long story short. And I'm kind of an idiot. So I kind of fumbled the antibiotics. So I think I just, you know, fucked that up. But then I, I hit him up later. I'm like, dude, I still have pain in my bowels. I've done two rounds of these antibiotics. And I still have pain in my bowels. So he sends me to a urologist, right? And, um, first I have to go get a fucking ultrasound, right? Like the shit they do on pregnant women, which I thought was the only thing that's used for on my balls, like literally on my fucking nutsack. I got to go have somebody put hot wax on my balls and run this little thing over my nuts. And (laughs) I didn't really fully know like what it was going to entail. Right. So I'm just like, whatever, dude, I go into it. It's first thing in the morning. This was this was sometime last week. I go in there, and first thing in the morning, you know, I have my coffee. I stroll in there to the imaging center. I walk in, some like pregnant lady, maybe in like her mid thirties, you know, and she's like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna have you get you undressed and then uh, lay down, uh, strip down, and then uh, you can keep your socks on if you want." And um, yeah. And so I laid down and then she comes in and there's a towel over my crotch, but like tucking up my dick. Okay. There's a towel over my dick and my balls are just hanging out. And this lady comes in and, um, she starts just running this thing like in between my sack and all over my, all over my scrotum and like in between my bowels and my balls hurt, you know? So like besides being awkward, it's just like super uncomfortable. I'm like, clenching the side of this little bed that I'm laying on, right? <laughs> and I'm like flexing my, you know, cause I'm, I'm so tense. I'm like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. This is so embarrassing. Like everything about this fucking sucks. Like it could be anything worse than this. And, um, she's like, okay, well do me a favor and, uh, flex your abdominal muscles. And I was so tense. I couldn't even flex them even more. And, uh, then I asked her like, Hey, can I get these, can I get these images of my nuts? Because I'd like to put them on Instagram because I thought about this, about how I, I posted my album on my personal Instagram and like nobody liked it. Nobody cared. I was like, well, if I were to post an ultrasound of some baby that I was having that I've literally didn't do anything besides not pull out, just leave it in, go and literally leave all the work up to my girl. If I would post an ultrasound of a baby, um, 
everybody be like, oh, congrats, congratulations. But then when I release an album that I put a bunch of like hard work and thought and dug into my emotions for, nobody gave a shit. But that's just people in my personal life because uh, that's just how the world works. Your friends will always be the last people to care about what you're doing until you're very successful. Um, so anyways, uh, fast forward. Fast forward a couple days. I'm still having pain in these nuts. And uh, so I, I, I messaged my primary care doctor and he refers me to a urologist, which is basically a doctor that, you know, specializes in anything like prostate, bladder, dick, nuts, kidneys, all, all that shit, right? And um, I'm looking at the name and it's, and it's a female name. So I'm like, oh God. Like what, what, what's up with all these women wanting to be fucking dick doctors? You know what I mean? Like, it's weird. Like, is there any woman that wants a male gynecologist? Like the fuck is wrong with people, you know? And, um, I, wouldn't that just ruin it? That's the last thing I'd want to do is go drop two fingers and some stinky pussy all day for a living. You know what I mean? And basically, so I see the name. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I'm imagining, okay, well, what kind of, what kind of woman wants to be a fucking urologist. Cause like most urologists, they, they deal with men because women go to like, uh, gynecologists and shit. You know what I mean? They go and have that pause looked at on the, on the reg. And, uh, so I don't think much of it. And I go in there and ironically, okay, this is totally completely different things. Okay. Completely different things. I'm going in tomorrow to go get a colonoscopy and this has been scheduled for forever. And if you don't know what a colonoscopy is, it's where they put a camera up your asshole and they just make sure that uh, everything's looking the way it should. If Chadwick Boseman had that done earlier, maybe they would have caught his like ass cancer earlier. And it's just, it's a good thing to do for your health. Okay. And basically in the preparation for that, you can't eat you can't eat 24 hours leading up to it, like no solids, only clear liquids. And you got to like drink an entire bottle of Miralax and kill a 64 ounce Gatorade. Okay. So you can imagine the aftermath of that and just the eating alone, not eating is just fucking miserable. Okay. And so that was scheduled today. No, that was scheduled tomorrow. So today, right now in this moment, I am in the process of prepping for that, which means I haven't eaten anything all day. Okay. And so when I'm talking, so the only appointment they had to go see a urologist for my bowel pain was today at eight in the morning. And so I'm like, okay, so in the same day, I'm going to go have my dick looked at and plus prep for this fucking thing to go have a camera shoved up my asshole. So I feel all around violated. All right. I, if I wouldn't be surprised if I, if, if somebody's like, Hey, you got to go do a week in jail on Monday. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Like I'm, I'm just getting it all out of the way. You know what I'm saying? And so, like I said, I see a female name on the thing. I'm already just like, Oh God. And, and jokingly in my head, I'm like, what if she's hot? <laughs> just complete joke. I'm like, Oh, what if she's attractive, bro? I, I know you would think I would make this up because it sounds funny, this chick looked straight out of med school, fucking maybe, I don't know, maybe like 25, 26 or something like that. Obviously wearing a mask, but you can just tell when somebody's attractive. You know what I mean? This girl was a fucking smoke show. Banging. And I'm not saying this like disrespectful to my girlfriend, right? Like I'm not looking at her like, oh, fucking. Uh. 
the exact opposite. I wanted the the fattest fucking Karen looking lunch lady that I could possibly imagine. Like I even wanted her to come out with a goddamn hairnet on her head. I wanted her to look like Kyle's mom from from South Park. You know what I mean? I wanted some titties falling down to her fucking knees. I wanted her to wear a hairnet holding in her like dandruff red hair with like caked on disgusting makeup is what I wanted to come and check out my dick. No, it's this little girl. She looks like a little fucking was a little <laughs> dude. I don't understand like what her family said. Like I would like to, <laughs> what her dad said when she's like, yeah, I'm going to be a urologist. And he's like, oh, so you're going to like, you're going to inspect faulty cocks all day. Shove your fingers, shove your finger up dudes asses to check their prostates. This chick has to be a lesbian. I don't know how she goes home to her man after doing that job, you know? So I'm looking in the waiting room and I'm the only guy in there like under fucking 50. Besides me, it's just a bunch of like old guys. One guy was just the typical like the receptionist asked to see his ID. He's like, I could show you my day, but why would I show you my day? You know, just like the Uber Uber probably. I don't know. I'm not even going to go there. I don't want to even want to get political on this episode. Uh, <laughs> I'm too, I'm too, um, I'm just done, dude. I have no, I have nothing in my spirit at this point. But anyway, so this girl comes out and the first thing they make me do is they make me go uh, piss in a cup even before the doctor comes out. Okay. And usually this is weird because I've never had, I've never had the doctor come and actually grab me from the waiting room. But so the receptionist is like, Hey, are you Rodney? We need you to go, uh, hang your dick in this cup and fill it up halfway. I'm like, okay, I can do that. And so I go do that. And I, after pissing on my hand and I come out and then I sit back down in the waiting room and I'm filling out the form. And then this gorgeous little thing walks out, right? It's fucking blonde hair, five, five, eight, just beautiful eyes, her hair. You tell she washed that shit within the last 24 hours. Uh, wearing her cute little like doctor coat and I'm like, you know, I start sweating. I start profusely sweating. I felt like a 16 year old going on a date, dude. I felt like a 16 year old going on my first date and then she, she weighs me, you know, she weighs me. She does my height and she's like, oh, you're tall. I'm like, yeah, yep. Wait till you see my shriveled up doctor's office dick. And, um, because I thought maybe she was the nurse, right? I thought maybe she was the nurse, but it was kind of sketchy because she, <laughs> she's wearing the lab coat. I'm like, uh, nurses usually don't wear lab coats. And she brings me in the little room and we start talking. And so I'm looking at this girl in the eyes and it's just not a natural thing to start talking about the pain in my balls. I felt weird even using the word penis. You know what I mean? And like, I felt I was going to go to jail. Like I felt like this bitch was about to me to me. And she tells me, so I'm sitting on the chair. Then she tells me to go get on like the exam table and, uh, strip down. And she was the one, <laughs> yeah, she was the one that told me I can keep my socks on. And I was like internally dying. I was like, Oh yeah, I can keep my socks on. And so my balls have been hurting. So I haven't been too sexually active. Okay. So like my pubes are kind of out of control right now. My nut is hurting. So my dick is just like crawling inside of my body. Right. Like there's nothing impressive there. And plus I'm in a doctor's office and now I'm like, I'm wearing a jacket, a sweatshirt, and I've been sweating because I'm so nervous. And plus I haven't eaten anything all day. So I'm just like fuzzy in the head. I'm like, oh my God. I'm just not, I'm like having coffee withdrawals 
And then, of course, she's like, okay, well, pull your pants down. And so I'm just sitting there with my dick and balls out. And she's like sitting in between my legs, fucking gripping my dick like a like a stick shift coming out of the floor of like an old 90s Jeep, you know? And she's like moving it side to side, like really like inspecting shit. Like ask me, oh, is it tender here? <laughs> and like shoving her fingers like in the side of like my scrotum. I'm like, oh, yep, oh, there. She's like checking my reflexes and shit. And then we get through that. And then, uh, oh, you know what she did before? She did a, a, she scanned my bladder. So she had to put this like cold gel on my bladder. And then, so you've got to put a bunch of cold shit on me. Why can't you check my dick before you put the cold shit all over me? So my dick gets even smaller. My dick is maybe an inch at this point, okay? My dick is maybe an inch of nervous fucking... Because I'm going to talk to my grandpa, right? My grandpa caught when they're having ball pain. And so it turns out my grandpa's had prostate cancer. His dad's had prostate cancer. And his brother's had prostate cancer. And so I'm like, fucking A. So the whole time I'm nervous because my balls hurt in general and this fucking sucks. Now I'm worried I got like some sort of prostate problem and this chick is just fucking smoking. She's putting cold gel all over me and she's playing with my dick and balls, dude. And that should be illegal. You know what I mean? Like it should literally be illegal when you, when you go to med school, (laughs) they should be like, nope, you, you're too hot. You cannot be playing with men's faulty balls all day. It's going to make them feel bad about themselves. And uh, yeah, that's how I started my day. That's how I started my day. and how I started the first 15 minutes of this podcast. Ah, well, found out um, I'm definitely not gay. So not that I had any doubts or anything, but speaking of being gay, uh, I watched the season finale of Shit's Creek and that is just the best show ever. It is honestly just like a great, wholesome fucking show. And you know what my very favorite part about it is? Is that... Um, so the son in the show, David... I mean, chances are you know this fucking show. Unless It's funny because one of our friends, um, she told us we should check this show out. It's really good. We'd never heard of it. And we had no expectations of it. We we're watching it. We got, we're watching we're like halfway through the first season. We're both just like, this show is really good. And so this was probably about six months ago or something, you know? And um, yeah, we just had no idea, like no expectations. And we couldn't believe it wasn't a very popular show. And then you start talking to people like, oh, yeah, I love that show. It turns out everybody just kind of low-key loved this show. But um, I liked that they had the gay characters. They were just there. They didn't make a big deal out of it. You know what I mean? It wasn't like these other things where they're like, oh, they never had anybody drive by and throw a fucking milkshake at them and like call them the F word or they never had them like go through any like weird judgmental shit with their parents. They never had, they didn't show any like, they didn't turn it into this big dark thing. You know what I mean? They didn't like accuse people of being hateful. They just made it seem, they just completely like normalized it. You know what I mean? Which, which it should be. It should just be a thing, you know, like let people do their thing and like, if dudes want to fuck each other, let dudes fuck each other. Like who cares? But at the same time, like I don't need to hear about all the struggles involving it all the times. Like I got problems too. You know what I mean? Like if you want to be gay, like go be gay. I really don't care. Like I'm all for it. I think it's, it's great. Everybody deserves to be loved. Go and do your thing. And this show did exactly that. It completely, it just completely just portrayed it as just like, it's just another thing. You know what I mean? It's just a thing. These people choose to do that with their life what the fuck ever let's move on you know what i mean and um so props to shit shit's creek for doing that i um uh, highly recommend that show you know what i'm saying um yeah 
Shit was lit, dude. So if you guys are following me on Instagram, you know I do this thing, basically the clapbacks, where if somebody's talking shit, I'll go and say the meanest thing anybody's ever said to them, which that's not my memo, you know? People know my, my memo is spreading this love and joy and positivity, but also I got to be the Dexter of douches that when I see somebody, because I have a power to be a complete D-bag. So when I see somebody else be a complete D-bag and misuse it, I just want to like, you know, I have to assert my dominance. I have to let them know, like, dude, I'm a bigger piece of shit than you could ever imagine. So watch your fucking mouth. Like, I will put you in your place right now. And I'm going to enjoy doing it because I get to let it out, you know, because besides I don't want to be mean to like innocent bystanders. You know what I mean? So when I see somebody like just completely out of pocket, like I get to let it out. It feels kind of good to be honest. Um, kind of a psycho, but (laughs) it's okay. But so this one guy, he said, uh, he made a remark to me. He said, Oh, my toilet is usually your mother's mouth. And so I went and said a bunch of, you know, I made fun of him for being his whole thing is like fitness, which the guy isn't even like in great shape. And he's, Basically, just a huge D-bag, okay? And then he has in his Instagram bio, it says, Gym Rat, Music Maker, Gamer, okay? And so, uh, and then he's gotten his highlights, his top highlight. (laughs) His first one is music, okay? So I click on it. It says, first song I ever made with my sister's piano melody. Oh, dude, he's got a couple songs. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. So check. So he sampled his sister's piano melody, okay? So his sister was playing piano, and then he made this beat. And this is what it is. Okay, if you make that, you're not allowed to put music maker in your Instagram profile. You're not allowed to like, that's like if I go and walk in to a Bank of America and then I go and call myself a venture capitalist. You don't get to do this. It literally, and I told him this. I told him, I was like, dude, it literally sounds like a retard with one drumstick got let left loose in a kitchen. You know, like the kitchen from Jurassic Park with all the pots and shit hanging down with all like the metal stoves. It literally sounds like Leonardo DiCaprio and what's killing, what's killing Robert, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it literally sounds like he got let loose to make this. Oh shit, listen to that hi-hat. The funniest thing is too, because then he used a, a piano loop. So he like, his sister had that piano loop, that four bar loop. And then he just like programmed some shitty drums with like no quantization or anything over it. All right. So I, <laughs> I already heard that one. He's got some more songs. Let's check these out. This one is called 
His, this guy, by the way, his, his SoundCloud is Axis of Evil. Um, this one's called Sex FM. Oh, shit. You know what the great thing about social media is, which makes it makes social media that much funner when you keep this in mind, is that nobody puts anything out into the world that they think is going to get them laid less. You know what I mean? Like this guy. I mean, I know some things I do aren't attractive, but I know when I actually want to go get laid, like I can be that person. Like I don't have to put things on social media to get laid is what I'm saying. Like I can go have a totally like different this thing going I don't know if I'm wording this properly, but this guy, this guy is totally doing this to get chicks. You know what I mean? I do what I'm doing as fucking therapy. All right. My dating life, like my relationship with my girlfriend and stuff is so completely removed from this Lord Petty shit. You know what I mean? This guy is bragging about this shit in his bio saying he's a fucking producer because he knows that girls usually like musicians. That literally sounds like some shit off like a 1994 Ninja Turtles like handheld pocket game. Uh, this one is called I Would If I Could. Yes, if you would, you could. You would if you could make a decent beat. Here we go. Oh, God. Dude, fuck this guy, dude. You guys see that video I posted where the Antifas, <laughs> the Antifas were getting beat up with American flags? It's probably my favorite thing I've ever seen on the internet. I didn't actually take that video, so I don't know who to credit with it. But um, that's probably my favorite thing in the world. And I just feel like at this point, that's just kind of how these people need to be dealt with. You know, all this like, oh, no violence, blah, 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 peaceful protests, like, these motherfuckers aren't being peaceful at this point. You know what I mean? And it's never actually, I've never seen an African American in one of these Antifa protests. It is all like, I am told if people from impoverished neighborhoods that are actually like, uh, telling me like, Hey, we have an issue with racist cops and stuff. I'm listening. I'm listening to what you have to say. You know what I mean? I'm going to, you know, like anything else, be a little objective about it. Like, okay, well, maybe if you guys weren't bragging about selling dope or running around with illegal pistols with the serial number scratched off them and like bragging about uh, selling your auntie's crack, maybe the cops wouldn't be so uh, the way they are in your neighborhood. But I will listen because that's that's your where you're coming from. And shit's complicated. Shit, I wouldn't, you know, there's things I don't understand about it. But these fucking white college kids dude oh dude i just i, I want to fucking it's time to beat them up i'm i'm just saying like these fucking white kids in the black hoodies with the hockey helmets with their fucking anti-fascist flags when they are the real fascists they're the ones they show up to, <laughs> they show up to other people's things and they try to silence them you know what i mean they're like oh you can't that is fascism is fascism like 
by the book. They're literally like brown shirt Nazis. And these people, there's just no way of dealing with them besides just flushing them off the earth at this point. Run them over. Um, run them over. Beat them up. If they show up to your house with a megaphone, fucking shoot them. Because that's what I'm going to be doing. I love y'all. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Lord Petty Podcast. Appreciate y'all. Please leave a rating. And um, I think that's it. Peace out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey, I put that pussy on the phone, man. I want to talk to her. <laughs> hey. I eat that. I beat that. I eat that. I beat that. I eat that. I beat that. I eat that. Pause it. I eat that. I beat that. I eat that. I beat that. I eat that. I beat that. I eat that. Pause it. Till my throat hurt. Till your feet curl. Splash away, bitch. Yeah, sea world. Now fishy though. Clean feet and toes, yeah, I suck them too. Not even fucking you. Yeah, I'm on pussy diet. You should really try it. I'm getting fat though, eating all this asshole. Yeah, you a cokehead? I need mohead. That pussy bloated, shit is sugar coated. I got a sweet tooth, got that baby Ruth. I love that pussy juice, but I don't love you. Yeah, I got 40 bitches, they licking all the clitters. They suck each other's titties and give each other's fingers. My boys coming through, we running trains through It go, we're petty, no caboose I got a head of steam, yeah I got coffee cream For my basic queen, that coke can't keep her lean But I love fat hoes, bad tats on back hoes Real tramp hoes, don't know their dad hoes Yeah I'm a feminist, I love all women I'm eating all the pussy, and sucking all the titties I'm wiping sleuths up, I'm piping prudes up Nuts fucking bust. These nuts, these nuts, these nuts.